want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
episode 155 it is oh man we are we're gonna be wrapping up season six soon yeah, yeah. pretty incredible yeah what's after that seven yeah wow and then eight shit <laughs> <laughs> all right we kicked off 155 with astral moon with the song burning sky and then after that we heard some new music from circular ruins with the song blood fix off of devivalist and i want to thank ariel for providing permission to play that song. <laughs> he He's done everything in this project, apparently. Oh, really? Yes. And he's also the drummer for Day of the Locust. Ah, okay. But he seems cool. very proficient in all of the instruments and vocals. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. How was your week? Um, it was, it was pretty good, I guess. Yeah? Getting better, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You're healing up good? I'm healing, yeah. You got your post-op surgery tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I'm really thrilled about that. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. I didn't... I've told you this before, and I think I've said it before on here, but I didn't... I thought about the surgery part, but not... The, the recovery. After. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... <coughs> Been a little more in involved than I thought. You're doing good, though. Yeah. 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 We went to a show. Dissonant Seepage. Yeah. 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 And we're going to play a song from a band that we heard at that show. We are. We actually reached out to Flub. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Was it last year? 2020. Was it that long ago? Mm -hmm. um, and we never really heard back. But that happens sometimes because yeah. sometimes bands are like, "Oh man, so and so saw this message, not yeah. me," and yeah, or, or whatever. Or they're like, "Who the fuck are these dummies?" Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and then they feel obligated because we went to their show. Yeah, or yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or they're like, "Oh, these dummies are still around. <laughs> they're that stubborn. <laughs> they just keep putting out shows." Fine. <laughs> uh, but once the show was good, yeah. It was a midweek show, yeah. and you just never know how turnout is going to be. Right. Um, but we had a great time, yes. and we saw all of our friends. We celebrated Criff's birthday. Yeah. Yep. Good. Good stuff. Yeah, it was. It was good. The uh, house saga continues. I've been walking around with spray foam. Mm -hmm. 
That's like my new addiction. Crack filler. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we got insulation this week, so yeah. that's that's yeah, always nice. Insulation. <sighs> We've been heating the outside for the past three months, so that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. We also discovered something today. What? We went to the dollar store. Oh, man. Yeah, this is robbery. And it, it's still called the dollar store, yep. but it's not the dollar store anymore. No. It's a dollar 25 store. Yep. Everything is a dollar 25. Inflation, man. That, I think, is like false advertising. Yeah, it should be the dollar 25 store. <laughs> I wonder if they thought about that when they, when they came up with that name. I don't know. Are we ever going to have to adjust this? Yeah, what happens when it's two dollars? Yeah. Is it gonna be the two dollars store? Yeah. Doesn't quite have the same ring. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Anyways, today is National Hug a News Person Day. Really? Yep. Huh. Indeed. April fourth encourages appreciation for the people reporting on the news. A few well known news persons include Barbara Walters. Ann Curry, Lester Holt, Peter Jennings, and Seth Voorhees. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You know who my favorite is. We know who everybody's favorite yeah. is. Yeah. So right go hug me. Seth. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we got in this day in history? In 1968, on this day, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated. Very sad. Hmm. Um, what else we got? I got a squirrel here. Hold on a sec. Um, the World Trade Center opens in New York City in 1973. Two years later, in 1975, Microsoft was founded. Mm. Go, Folks, go read Accidental Empires. <laughs> if you're a computer nerd... That's pretty interesting. Uh, on this day in 2013, movie critic Roger Ebert dies. Um, let's see. On this day in 1865, President Lincoln dreams about his assassination. Hmm. On this day in 1841, President Harrison dies just 32 days in the office. Man. On this day in 1928, Maya Angelou was born. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot that happens on this day. What's your Angelou? What? You said Maya Angelou was born. <laughs> That's awful. What? That wasn't a, a great joke? No. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Where's the crickets? And I have to cover... Fridays on this day, but we don't do shows on Friday, so I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm. Um, one part Grimm was born. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 50 years ago. 50 years ago. You're a half a century old. Almost. Well, I'm more than that, right? Because you think. I'm yeah, 50, I guess. You were cooking like, for a while. Yeah. 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 I was in the oven for a few months. <laughs> being pickled i almost didn't make it to that oven though i know yeah yeah so um 
Mom Grim mm-hmm. stopped over this weekend, mm-hmm. and we were talking about that story again mm-hmm. about how there wasn't almost a you. Yeah. And she mentioned that she hasn't talked about it or thought about it in so long. She just kind of put it out of her mind mm-hmm. and kind of forgot that that even ever happened to her. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And then she started recalling more and more detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were more details. Yeah. After the fact. Yeah. But we didn't. We didn't really. Uh, we didn't prepare for that at all. That conversation, anyways. It was meant to be kind of a natural conversation and not sound scripted at all. Yeah. So. Yeah. But there were some. There are some crazy details that. Did not make it. That's okay. Yeah. There'll be a part two. Yeah. All right. You want to play some tunes? Of course. First up, Intimidation Display from Baltimore with the songs, because we're playing a couple of them. Yes. Massacre and Ghosts. Yes. Thanks to Ben and Intimidation Display. Mm Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to hear from Flub with the song Last Breath. Last breath. <laughs> 
Those guys were fun live. Yeah, they were a lot of fun live. There's a little melody in that song, kind of near the end, that reminds me of putting on the Ritz. Oh, yeah. Do you hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Great musicians, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were Very great. entertaining. Mm-hmm. So I have an article that, that I found that we've talked about similar things before. Um, this This article is about musical myths that are actually true. We've talked about things kind of like this in the past. Mm-hmm. Some of these, I know we've probably both heard of. Many people probably have. But there was a couple in here that I wasn't aware of, so I thought it'd be worth going over for a minute. Okay. Um, the Keith Richards snorted his father's ashes. Everyone's heard that. Yep. Um, I enjoyed this quote in here where he was asked about it um, in an interview. He said, after my dad's passing in 2002, um, I opened my dad's ashes and some of them blew out over the table. What am I going to do? Do I desecrate them with a dustbin and broom? No. So I wet my finger and shoved a little bit of my dad up me hooter. (laughs) Huh. Okay. Okay. I mean, any reasonable person would do such a thing. Yes. Right in the hooter. <sighs> then there's Ozzy with the... I'm going to sniff you in the hooter. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me a hooter alone. <laughs> this is one that I didn't know about. Um, Keith Moon, drummer from The Who, and Mama Cass from The Mamas and the Papas, died at the same age in the same house. Really? Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah. I, I never heard that one. Um, I'm sure people listening will know this one, but I didn't. Um, uh, a Kiss comic book was made with uh, blood from the members of the band, apparently. I don't know, though. Kiss has been such a business that might be... A gimmick. Yeah. actually true. Yeah. But they probably say it is true. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, John Lennon was followed by the FBI for a year. That is not surprising. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but... this. So this says Charles Manson wrote a song recorded by the Beach Boys. And it it almost implies that, that he wrote a song for them. It kind of sounded like that. Yeah. So what actually happened was the song was called Cease to Exist. And Brian Wilson, I guess, liked it so much that he took it and changed the name to Never Learn Not to Love. And left most of Manson's lyrics intact, but never gave him credit for it. And then it says that, uh, I'm sorry, I said Brian Wilson. Where did I get that from? Dennis Wilson. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, uh, Manson was so upset about not getting credit for it that he left a bullet on, on his bed as a message. Hmm. So he could have been, you know, he could have been offed. Could have been. Uh, I saw, so this one is a Depeche Mode's singer. Uh, bit a journalist on the neck 
which I never heard and don't really care, but I did see <laughs> something else about him that he went through a phase of sleeping in a coffin. So he, he, I guess he had some kind of vampire phase where he would sleep in a coffin. He'd emerge and bite necks. Okay. Um, this might be common knowledge, but I didn't know this. Uh, I guess... Uh, this says Guns N' Roses song incorporates the sounds of an illicit tryst. In 1987, Adriana Smith discovered Guns N' Roses drummer Steven Adler was cheating on her. Smith quickly sought revenge and lead singer Axl Rose was happy to assist when she visited the studio to record some additional vocals on the song Rocket Queen. The two had sex in the studio and which captured Smith's moans of pleasure. Um, and apparently those moans made it into the song Rocket Queen. You knew that, didn't you? I didn't know that. Oh, you read the book. That, that oh, yeah, I Steven did. Steven Adler's book, or yeah. at least part of it? Yep. I'm guessing that was in there. I just assume every piece of musical knowledge I know you no. already know. I had no idea. That's pretty funny. All right, that's all I'm going to do. Cool. Um, so let's go back to the sleeping in the coffin thing because we just had this conversation recently, this past week. I asked you why it's not more weird to people mm. the concept of sleep. Yeah. And I think because it's, we've just always done it, yeah. it's not weird. But when you yeah. really think about what we're doing, yeah. it's weird. Mm-hmm. That is kind of weird. Right? Mm hmm. Yep. It's like we're dying for a little while every day. For a lot of our life. Yeah. They say a third. Is it? Well, yeah. I know we don't spend a third of our lives dead. No. I don't even think we try to spend a third of our lives dead. No. And we'd fail miserably if we did. Maybe like, maybe we shoot for a quarter. Yeah. You know? And actually sleep an eighth. Like six hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Actually sleep three. But we do sleep better at our new location. We do, which is weird. I don't know. We've kind of noticed a couple things. Yeah. Um, I swear I suffered traumatic hair loss living in that apartment. And so did Notorious F.A.T. <laughs> I think there might have been something in the water. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. We did live right next to, well, not right next to, but there was a substation very close to the apartment we lived in. Yeah. And they always seem to have water main breaks and mm-hmm. weird stuff with water. Mm-hmm. But anyways, nobody gives a shit about this. No. So... Let's play... You know who gives a shit about longevity? Grandma. Grandma.
right. Grandma had something in her pantry this week that was not from New York. This was from Colorado. I'm a little shocked by Grandma's selection this week. Yeah. Yeah, she was in... This was like the beginning of her gore grind phase. Mm. She got a little out of hand. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Uh, So that was Dismembered Fetus with the song Bloody Vaginal Discharge off of the Generation of Hate release that came out in 1996. And I remember tape slash CD trading and I received this one day and um, I was immediately taken by the artwork on the cover. It was very well done. Fantastic scene of a loving family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I thought I could sprinkle in some, some demos or releases from the past that I enjoyed. At some point in my life. Oh, you enjoyed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Got yeah. it. All makes sense now. So I, what happened was I got this and grandma, grandma heard it and was like, this is going to my pantry. So it was gone. And this is the first I've heard it since the late 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Ace, by the way. Um... So over the the past couple of years, we've noticed some shortages with products, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And inflation and mm-hmm. supply and demand and mm-hmm. everyone... What's this fucking ec- economics class? <laughs> everyone kind of blames COVID. Yeah. But I have an article here. COVID scapegoat. Ranker, the most bizarre shortages in history. Mm, okay. Uh, During the American Revolution, paper was so scarce that mill workers could be exempt from military duty. Wow. Yeah. Uh, In 1946, a shortage of brushes to paint homes in Australia (laughs) led to Operation Pig Bristle, which you can probably assume where that went. Hmm. Interesting. And... 2018, KFC, or Kentucky Fried Chicken, if you're not familiar, ran out of chicken in the UK. Wow. Chicken, in air quotes. (laughs) Uh, In 2017, Christmas trees were scarce due to the recession of 10 years earlier. So I'm assuming farmers didn't plant Christmas trees. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you, can I stop you for a second? Yeah, of course. Do you remember? It was probably. It was probably a while ago now. It was probably at least ten years ago. I, I would think there was a local story about. Um, I think it was Popeyes that were out of chicken, and people were flipping the fuck out. Oh yeah, I do remember and that. There were some ridiculous people like complaining on the news about it. Yeah. Well, everyone loves chicken. Yeah. Um, so this one I found interesting, and the reason why I decided to discuss it on the show. Mm-hmm. In 1973, a joke by Johnny Carson resulted in a toilet paper shortage. What is with you and Johnny Carson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. 
I keep seeing you trying to turn Johnny Carson, some fucking, I don't know how you find a Johnny Carson channel. I don't either. You're trying to turn I, it on all the time. Who knew there was even a Johnny Carson channel? You did. No, You're I You're always didn't. going to it. <laughs> all right, so tell me about this. Um, Random Johnny Carson thing that you found. <laughs> I feel like you're a Carson head in secret. <laughs> what does that even mean? Carson. I've never even watched one of his stand-ups. Does he have stand-ups? Yeah, he does, uh, right? He had a show, hon. Yeah, but he did comedy, like stand-up, right? You know, I don't even know. He As was, well, or he, was he just on the show? See, I don't even know. I don't know either. People are probably like, these two are dumb as shit. I don't know if he was a stand-up comedian. I don't. There's. He was the king of the, the late-night talk show. So, long before Letterman. Um. Rest in peace, David Letterman. There's a. <laughs> he, he's not dead. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um. It, there's nothing spectacular around it. He just made a joke about there being a shortage of toilet paper, and then everyone mm. ran out and bought toilet paper. Hmm. Kind of like what happened on the news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like two years ago. Everyone ran out and took all the meat and the toilet paper. I know we talked about this on the show, but I will never forget the first day we went to Wegmans mm-hmm. after that whole mm-hmm. chaos happened. Mm-hmm. We went to the grocery store and you couldn't buy. There was nothing there to buy. Yeah. Just nothing. Yeah. And then the certain things that were there were like very like you could buy one yeah if you wanted a, a like tuna fish yeah one one can one of can. tuna fish okay great you have five people in your household to feed what are you gonna do with one can of tuna right. fish yeah uh bad weather that limited grazing time in 2011 led to a butter shortage in norway mm. i didn't know about this In 2011, the Japanese tsunami led to a shortage of high-quality tape for film and TV studios. You better not get caught buttering in Norway. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At least not in 2011. In the 1500s, Britain ran out of firewood. Hmm. I always wonder who documents these things and who saves them (laughs) to talk about it. Like. right. 500 I, years later. How do you, I don't even understand how would you run out of firewood? Can yeah, you just know. like cut a tree down and get some more? Uh, in the 1800s, medical schools in Scotland faced a shortage of legally sourced cadavers. Hmm. Now, there's like paragraphs that provide detail Mm. and I'm kind of inclined to read it but I don't want to bore anyone because I noticed that they call out legally sourced Mm -hmm. cadavers Mm -hmm. so I'm guessing that somewhere in these paragraphs of details they're Mm going to tell us that they like went to the funeral home and yeah grabbed people (laughs) because probably yeah there was a big market back then for um they used to put um, cadavers on horses, like they do crash test dummies. Come on. And yeah, and they would like run them into trees. You know, it was like horse safety. What? 
It's funded by the saddle and stirrup companies. <laughs> people that are first listening to this are like, what, what the fuck is this? And people that have been listening are like, okay, these people... Are no longer our friends. <laughs> no, we hate these people. They're dumb as shit. <laughs> um... Let's see. In 2012, after Hostess Brands went bankrupt, people hoarded Twinkies. I think I actually remember this. Hmm. And how can Hostess go bankrupt? I know. That is poor money management. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we talked about you should this. should let little fucking Debbie do your finances. Okay. <laughs> Are you yelling? Oh, sorry. Um, we talked about this one on the show before. During World War II, women had to improvise stockings when nylon was needed for military equipment like parachutes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, get me started about those parachute pants again. In, <laughs> in 2010, when the cost of cabbage skyrocketed, South Korea suffered a shortage of kimchi. Hmm. I love kimchi. I don't know who she is, but whatever. I'm not judging. <laughs> we should probably play some tunes, yeah? Yeah. Uh, all right. First up, Intolerance from Spain with the song Embodiment of Chaos off of their latest release, Dark Paths of Humanity. And this is coming out April 25th on Memento Mori, Fucking Kill, and Gods of War. Nice. And then after that, Shadows from Chile with the song Forgotten Rights. And this is off of their latest release, Into the Nightmare, out now on Sentient Ruin.
from natal craft you are listening to grim dystopian hands up mother fuckers <laughs> Chase to raise the props of the ancient 
Top 25 rated black metal singers of all time. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I don't know. We'll see. All right. Number 25 is King Diamond from King Diamond, Merciful Fate. Love King Diamond as a singer, but I don't consider that black metal. Uh, not at all. I mean, the imagery kind of. I mean, I guess is. the corpse paint. Yeah. But not the genre. No. Okay. Um. What is your source? My source is the top tens. Okay. But this is a top 25 list. Yeah, I don't know. And it starts with 25. Well, I'm reading it backwards. I know, but it's a top ten. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I, I I could just read ten of them, but there's there's some in between twenty five and ten that I think are worth right. talking about. All right, let's let's do it. Um, We're committed. Number twenty four, ICS Vortex. Um, 
Yeah. I don't, I don't even know who that is, to be honest with you, so. Uh, it says, he's the people, he's the reason people listen to Demi Borgir. I don't know what okay. this means, but I'm going to continue. My ignorance. Uh, Net Frost from Carpathian Forest. Mm -hmm. uh, Vitriol from Anal Nathrak. Mm. And we saw them and yeah. definitely enjoyed. Yes. Um, Siragor from Karach Angren. I've seen them. They're a little too. Uh, Symphonic black metal for my taste, but mm, okay. they're definitely a good live band. They were good at what they did. Not my. I might contradict myself later, but. I think you're about to. I might be. Okay. All but, right. Go on. Uh, Kronos from Venom. Mm -hmm. This is another one I disagree with. Mm -hmm. I know Venom coined the term black metal with their song Black Metal. But I don't consider Venom black metal. I agree. And I never did. I know people will argue with that, but you're wrong. It's no, worth arguing about. <laughs> um, Thomas Gabriel Fisher from Celtic Frost. Again, love the band, but there were definitely had dark elements. This is a weird list. It is a weird list. Okay. Um, and I know he kind of incorporated, at least I, I corpse paint, if not the full face. Like he did like weird eye makeup and stuff. But a lot of those bands did back then. Like early okay. Slayer did, early Nasty Savage did, but they weren't like, I don't know. Anyways. Kiss. Move, yes, Kiss. Kiss was black metal. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mortus from Marduk. Satyr from Satyricon mm -hmm. was number 17. Pest from Gorgoroth, number 16. Number 15 is Emperor Magus Caligula from Dark Funeral. Number 14 is Maniac from Mayhem. Number 13, Hat from Gorgoroth. Number 12, Shagrath from Demiurgir. Number 11, Danny Filth from Cradle of Filth. Okay. Number 10, Jean Nadrit from Dissection. I'm sure I said his last name wrong, but he was a fine singer. I, I, would, I would agree with that. <laughs> he might be a little higher on the list, but uh, Attila from Mayhem. So Attila beat out Maniac. Maniac was number 14. Interesting. Attila is coming in at number 9. Okay. Uh, Nergral from Behemoth mm. is number 8. Gaul from Gorgoroth is number 7. Nocturnal Culto from Dark Throne is number 6. Isan mm -hmm. from Emperor is number 5. I think maybe he should be a bit higher He's one of my favorites. Like, you think he should be top three? Yeah. Is that what you mean by higher? Yeah. Okay. Um, a Bath from Immortal is number four. Corthon from Bathory is number three. I think Corthon deserves 
to be up there because he he's the first one I heard doing those shrieking kind of vocals. Yeah, he is kind of revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is unfortunate. Number two is Varg from Burzum. Okay. I, I know he was very influential. Lots of people love Burzum. Lots of people hate Varg. Um, I don't think he should be like the number two black metal vocalist of all time. Right? I don't know. That's I'm going to reserve opinion. my opinion. Okay. Number one Shitty is... person. Number one is Dead from Mayhem. Which I think, um, I mean, props to Dad, but I think he's up there because of what he did. So I was going to ask you about that because I knew Mayhem was going to be on the list. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it's because more of the history behind Mayhem than it was mm -hmm. the talent of Mayhem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, I know, sorry Juan Carlo. <laughs> I'm not a huge Mayhem fan. Yeah. I feel like I should be, mm. uh, but I feel like it's one of those bands that I should enjoy, Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. That's all right. You like what you like. I mean, it's listenable, but... I enjoy Dark Throne more than Mayhem. I would totally agree with that. But I, I like Mayhem. Um, they took It took a while to grow on me, uh, but I don't... I don't know. I don't know that if Dad didn't kill himself, if he didn't provide album artwork. Yeah. He provided what, content to be this? talked about yeah. for Yeah, I ever. feel like that's why he's number one. Yeah. I don't know. I am... Why isn't Garm on the list? Yeah. This list is shit. I agree. All right. Well, thank you for reading that shitty list. <laughs> You're welcome for listening to that <laughs> shitty list. All right. Let's use the methane produced from that shitty list to power ourselves out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we have, uh, we have uh, guests scheduled yep. in upcoming episodes, yep. so don't worry. It's not just us babbling on <laughs> yep. week after week. You can tune in again. All right. Wrapping up, episode 155. First up, Anana. Death metal from Chile with the song Among Subacuous Spectres. Off their third album, Void of Unending Depths. Out April 25th on Memento Mori Records. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> then after that, Golgothan Remains with the song Forgotten Lures of Hatred and Bloodshed. Off of their latest release, Adorned in Ruin, out now on Sentient Ruin. Until next time. Stay safe. <laughs> Stay healthy. And don't be an asshole. And love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Oh. <laughs>
gonna go into what are we going into Golganoth remains <laughs> Golganoth <laughs> that's Gargamel's brother Golganoth can't just wrap it up and then after <laughs> with an Anna from Chile with the song Among Subacuous Spectrus <laughs> Specters. I don't we suck at this. Among <laughs> Subaqueous Spectras. Yes, it's Spe- either Spectras or Specters. Can we do this again? I guess. All right, first up in Anna with the song Among <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with two more songs. First up, Inhana, death metal from Chile, with the song Among Subacuous. 